Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you, and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. Well, tonight we're going to continue where we uh, left off last week. As you know, our overall theme is the commitment to growth and change. I want to know tonight, before I get started, how many are committed to this? How many are committed to your growth and to change? In other words, that question is asking how many are willing and ready to make the necessary adjustments and to uh, uh, stretch a little bit as the Lord leads and as the Lord opens up his word to us. Because change can be a little nerve wracking because you don't always know the outcome. You've been used to doing something one way but now as you see the word and, and get understanding of the word of God, you realize there's a better way or there's a different way God wants you to do things. Doesn't mean that uh, you, you have missed out on everything. The fact that he's given instruction and showing us in the word means that he must have something in store for us. And he wants us to be prepared and in the position to receive it. Growth sometimes comes with challenges, growing pains, because the things that you used to could wear and it was comfortable. As you grow, you can't wear those things anymore because it becomes uncomfortable. You don't fit in that anymore. And many times we get stuck on yesterday and what we did yesterday and how we done things yesterday and we get stuck and keep trying to put on those old clothes huh we keep trying to put it on and every time we try to do that it causes us to be uncomfortable because it doesn't fit anymore what in your life tonight are you still trying to do you still keep going back to and you get you it's uncomfortable it's awkward because it doesn't fit anymore it doesn't fit anymore it served the purpose for that time it served the purpose in that season but that season is over that time is gone it's time now to put on the lord jesus Hallelujah. Time to put on what God has for you right now and embrace it. Embrace it. Because as we're going to continue talking about tonight, the Lord knows what we need. The Lord knows what we need. I told you last week that God will supply all of our needs. And that's true. He, he is the main source. 
He is the main source and he supplies our needs. Sometimes that, that means that random person just saying something or doing something. They don't even know why they're saying it or doing it. They think maybe they're just being nice or they're just doing something to be doing it. Don't not realizing that God is using them to supply that need for you. God always will find a way to get what you need to you. Yes, he will. How many can be a witness to that tonight? I feel, I feel like preaching a little bit, but I, I'm going to try to keep this under control. <laughs> God will always find a way to bless you. Isn't that something? If you are his, listen, if you are a tither, meaning you don't rob him of what belongs to him, and you obey his word, obey his will, you're covered. How, why am I covered, Pastor Dan? Because you're abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. You're in his presence. huh? Being in his will, being in his word, uh, uh, doing what he has instructed you to do, puts you in his presence. It keeps you there. As you praise and worship him, you just, you just abide there. Huh? You abide there. And so, God has a way to get you what you need. Hmm? He has a way to get, get you what you need. He's the supplier of our needs. He uses other people. I've given you that scripture before. Give and it shall be given unto you. Press down, shaken together. Shall men give unto thy bosom. That's why we got to be careful how we uh, 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 handle each other, even people that we don't know. We have to handle each other with care because I might be the one God uses. You might be the one God uses to send the supply. Or it could be someone that we don't even wear, uh, know of because many times we're entertaining angels unaware. God have mercy. Lord, uh, it was just the other weekend. I was out of town and I was walking and it was a place I wasn't familiar with at all. And I got tangled up, got tangled up. And uh, this lady who did not look like me, did not look like you. I was in a major city and she came out of nowhere, said, are you lost? I said, yes, I'm trying to find this. I'm trying to find that. She said, oh, you turn, look, and you go this way, and then you can cross over there. And then as we begin to walk away and look back, she was she disappeared, just poof, gone. The Lord know I needed to get to that uh, location and I was tired from walking. <laughs> Praise God. Tired, carrying a, a, a bag with uh, my clothes or what have you. I was tired at that point, trying to get from uh, the train station or uh, uh, the metro station, what have you, to the place where I was staying. And the Lord bless. He knows how to get you what you need when 
you need it. Praise God. And so we can take comfort in that, that God will supply all our need. Tonight, as we think about that, there's one thing that comes to mind that we need to buckle down and, and make sure that we're good on this is our trust in God. Oh, we, we know it. We've heard it. We've heard it uh, so many times. Trust God. Do you trust God? And, and the answer is usually a, a loud yes. But do we? Do we really trust him? Or do we put him in the same category as we put Uncle John and Cousin Sume? Do we put him in the same category? Because he cannot be put in the same category as people. Listen, people, you and I both alike, we have most of the time good intentions to do what we say we're going to do. Most of the time we have good intentions to, to uh, uh, fulfill our promises or so forth and so on. But the fact that still remains, we are yet human. And because we're human, we're subject to forget, we're subject to miss it, we're subject to uh, overlook it, what have you. And it may not be fulfilled, but God never fails. I need you to share that with somebody tonight. I want you to tell somebody your home or however your situation, put it in the comment. If you're by yourself, just, just, just shout it out, God never fails. Lord, no, he never fails. God never fails. So we have to trust him. And, and somebody might be asking, Pastor Dan, why should I trust God? Why should I trust in God? And I have a, a, a greater question for you. Why not? Why not trust him? Why not totally lean upon him? That song, that song, uh, that hymn that we sing, and you know I love a good hymn. I love hymns because it's not always about the beat. It's not always about uh, the tempo or whether it gets you the uh, clapping or not. If you listen to the lyrics, they will bless you. That hymn says, what a fellowship. That's, that's what we have when we walk with Jesus, when we're with him, when we talk with him, commune with him, we pray to him. It's a fellowship between us and the Lord. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the, listen, everlasting arms. People come, people go, people die, people get sick. And sometimes with all good intentions, they still will not come through. It's a part of life, human life, but you can lean on the everlasting arms. I want you to, to just be reminded tonight, the Lord will always be there. Yes, he will. The Lord will always, lo, I am with you always. The Lord will always be with you on a good day, on a bad day, on a day when you're not feeling well, on a day when you feel like giving up, on a day when it seemed like 
All the opposition in the world is coming uh, against you. God is there. He's a present help in the time of trouble. In other words, when trouble comes, God is already there. He's already present. He don't, you don't have to summon him to come. God is already there. Hallelujah. He's a present help. So what that song said, what a blessedness. What well, a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arm. Then ask the question, what have I to dread? What, what have I to dread? What have I to fear? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms. I have blessed peace. Oh my God, when you depend on God and you just turn everything to him, you lean on him, you have peace. I have blessed peace with my Lord so near. He's right there leaning on the everlasting arms. We can trust God tonight. What do we have to lose trusting God? We don't. We don't have anything to lose. We have everything to gain. And we need to check our trust meter out. See where we are with trusting God. Because sometimes we trust material things more than we do God. You've, you've heard me say this before. Use this example. I'll use it again tonight. And I ask you this question. When you sat down tonight in that chair that you're sitting in, or you, uh, 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 or that lazy boy chair, recliner, that couch, whatever it is, did you think about sitting in it before you sat down? Or did you just sit there? Huh? Did you Did you think about Oh, Lord, this chair might not hold me up. Did you think about there may be a malfunction in this chair? Did you think about this chair might drop me? I know I didn't. I just sat down. Why? Because we trust most of the times material things more than we do God. We don't give it a thought. Why didn't we think about the chair? Because most of the times in our lives, a chair has not let us down. <laughs> uh, the chair has been consistent and when you sit down, it's going to hold you up. Now there are times when you uh, will see a chair or you're sitting there and it's a little unstable. It's a little wobbly, right? You, I don't know about that. I, I better find somewhere else to sit. Huh? Because I ain't trying to go out to Vitant Duplin tonight. Not trying to go to Penn Memorial or Hanover either. Let me find another chair to sit in. Right? We give that thought. But isn't God more consistent than a chair? Isn't God more reliable than a chair? Isn't God's word more powerful than a chair? It's so powerful that whatever he says, that's what it is. Hmm? That whatever he says, that's what it is. Sky can be blue, but if God said, I want it to be uh, uh, yellow, and God said, let it be yellow, sky going to turn to yellow because his word is always upheld. Always upheld. Whatever he says, that's what it is. I don't care how many times they've told you no. 
I don't care how many times they've turned you away. I don't care how many times they said it'll never happen for you. When God says it, it's done. It, it's manifested, right? We have uh, the ability, if we trust him, to see God work like he's never worked before. We can trust him. We can lean on him because he is our shepherd. He leads us. What does the 23rd Psalm, verse number one say? The Lord, listen, is my shepherd. I, I, I can't be too worried uh, about what's going on in your life. I got to trust God for me. It's not to be selfish, but faith is based on your belief, right? The Lord is my shepherd. He leadeth me beside the still water. Uh, uh, leadeth me in path of righteousness. He, he leads me to the green pastures where I can get fed. Hmm? I'm a sheep. He's the shepherd. He feeds me. He shows me where I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm supposed to be going or not. He protects me, right? He he keeps me. When I get down, uh, uh, something happens, and it takes something out of me. He re he restores my soul. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. And so we can trust God tonight. We can trust on Him in Him because we know that He already knows what we need. Before we even ask. Look at Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Verse number 8. Jesus was talking about prayer. In this uh, passage. Uh, up leading to this verse. He was talking about. Uh, the significance of prayer and what have you. But more specifically, he said, when you come, when you pray, I don't, I don't need all those vain repetitions and all those grand introductions. Sometimes that you hear people do. Oh, thou who art mighty, who looks beyond the seas and over the waters and waves. I mean, we don't, God does not need all these grand introductions when we pray. <laughs> now, we should reverence him. We should give glory to his name. We should acknowledge him as being our heavenly father. Sure. But vain repetition, uh, things that really is really for us to sound good. And to make it uh, sound like we know something. He, he doesn't need that. He said because in verse number 8. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things ye have need of. Before ye ask him. He, he's not. He doesn't need a prayer to be impressed by. Right. But there's two things in this verse. He said he, he already knows what you need before you ask. So that suggests though he knows what I need, I still need to ask. Though he knows what I need, I still need to ask. I need to ask. I need to bring it 
into to prayer and, and and call for it to be to, to manifestation as it is in heaven. Lord, now I need you to let it be in earth. It's already you already have my needs covered in heaven. All right. That's established. Now I need that here in the earth. I'm going to ask you, Lord, let it be done. Let your will be done. He knows what we need before we can even ask. And you know, I like how Peter puts it. Um, he says it this way. Let's look at 2 Peter chapter 1, verse number 3. Glory to God. 2 Peter chapter number 1, verse number 3. It reads, according as his divine power have given unto us all things. Listen, all means all. Paul said he shall supply all your need. What? Wonder why it's hard for us to accept that. It's hard for us to accept that. That really God can do anything. God has the ability to move anything toward us and into our favor. He, he has supplied all our need. He has given us all things. What have you not prayed for because you're simply afraid it cannot be done? What have you not trusted God for? And believed him for because you simply believe it just it's just out of the realm of possibility. I mean, there's no way possible for this to be because I got this, I got that. This is wrong. That's wrong. This is uh, uh, all over the place, right? And so we don't even muster up the faith and the trust in God enough to even ask Him for. Oh, I, I'm I'm not the best saint in the world. I sure have some downfalls. He already knows that. Listen, every everything about us, he already knows. He knows our temperaments. He knows our failures. He knows our successes. Because he's coordinating and allowing everything to be. Even the things that Satan tries to throw at us and to throw us off. He can only do it because God allow it. And if God's allow, God is allowing it, it's for a greater reason that Satan doesn't even know about. If they had known that they was going, that crucified our Lord was going to save us. Ha, shandaba. If they had known that crucifying our Lord was going to give us deliverance, was going to give us healing, they would have never done it. But God hid that fact from <laughs> That the word was there. Isaiah had already prophesied that this was going to happen. But somehow, when they got ready to crucify Jesus, when they got ready to whip him, they must have forgotten. Because it was meant for that to take place so that we would have a right to the tree of life. Hallelujah. Some things the Lord just allowed Satan. Go ahead. Go ahead, but he hides from him what he's really doing for you in the background. Huh? He He's working in the background behind all that because he's trying to get you to another place or get something to you. 
right? <laughs> now, isn't that something how God can use even the most corrupt people, the most evil natured, mean natured people to bless you? They think they're doing something to harm you and to keep you down and to keep you out. Oh, they say they little things to uh, dis discourage you and to make you feel bad, make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about. You, you don't know what you're doing. And all the while, God is using them to bless you. He's using them to, to build something up in you because something is coming and you need that to be able to walk in and receive that which is on its way. Hmm? If, if we never had problems, we wouldn't know that God could solve them. We wouldn't know what faith in God could do. We never had to deal with evil people and people that's malicious and people that uh, are just seem like they, if they're not the devil, they work for him. You ever met anybody like that? Come, can we talk one hundred? Have you ever met anybody that seemed like they are the devil walking? They are the devil walking, and yet God can use them to to bless you, to get your need met. Hmm? He can do it. He can do it. I got off track, but let me get back to this scripture have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. Everything we need to live a pleasing life unto God, everything we need to, to live an abundant life, God has already given it to us. Now, the Bible talks about stored up goodness. Hmm? He has stored up goodness. What does that suggest? That it's already there. It's already in stock. It's already there. When the time comes, when God deems that it is the appropriate time, it'll come to manifestation. It'll come to manifestation. We don't have to uh, spaz out, have anxiety attacks, panic attacks, because... We don't know how. We can't see how. Listen, everything you need, God has already given it. Anything, everything God is going to do, He's already done it. Hmm? We don't serve a God that does, that just goes along with time. Time catches up to God. Hmm? God is not trying to catch up with time. Time is trying to catch up with God. And what I mean by that is our lives are just being played out and live according to what God has already said. Isaiah said he, he has declared the end from the beginning. Right? We're just walking it out. And as we get to certain places, God said, okay, I need to release this now. All right? I need to release that now. I cannot give that to them too early. Right? I cannot give that to them too early because they're not ready. The season is not in for that in their life. They're not mentally prepared. They're not at the train station. <laughs> Remember that lesson? They're not there. But I, 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 I have it for them. And at the right time, when I know that they are spiritually ready, 
naturally ready, I release it. Hmm? And we're, we're going to